Oh. All right. Stalling for time here. Um, the DOJ moves to unseal the search warrant against Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Uh, which, okay, so if you're not familiar, uh, the Fourth Amendment requires that for place, uh, places to be searched and things to be seized, you have to have a written warrant. Um, and that has to describe the things to be searched and to be seized. They could incidentally find something, but they had to have some reason that they thought that they were going to go in. Um, and so they they didn't release it before. I mean, usually they don't release it. They're, it would be very stupid for them to release it before they did the raid. But normally you could do such a thing simultaneously with a raid, like saying that, you know, we're going to, um, you know, we're executing a search warrant. We're looking for documents related to X or something. Um, and it would make False. this a lot less suspicious than we're executing a search warrant. We won't tell you what it's for. Uh, we might release it in a few days. But what this means is that they could go on an expedition. They could say it's for one thing. They actually find something, and then they just go back and rewrite it to say, oh, yeah, we were looking for this all along. Excellent. All right. Can you all hear me on the fucking stream now? I don't know what uh, the keep fuck. Talking. Keep talking. Still talking. Still talking. Man, this is such fucking. This is. Uh, I'm like hyper frustrated at the moment. There he is. Yeah, cool. you're, you're good, man. I hear you. Okay. On the Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Let me do this again. Hello and welcome, everyone, to episode 81 of The Altar, where I am joined by Max and Caparato, a.k.a. Max and Yimra, a.k.a. Yimra, a.k.a. Yimra. Only the here we are. Riddle machine here, baby. You got it. Oh, oh. my God. Man, just have a fucking yeah, have a fucking like nice intro and like fucking Streamlabs. It's like you updated your computer. You can't expect me to work. It's like fucking Christ, man. Why? Why do you get like a South Park voice there? I because I watch too much fucking South Park. That's why. Dude, uh, speaking of South Park, so all uh, like everybody in Colorado was trying to go to South Park Live at Red Rocks in Golden, mm -hmm. which. Um, is where they're from, and um, they went to Evergreen High School, which is right outside Golden. And, Evergreen, huh? Um, and uh, like people were bummed out. I saw one post, which was hilarious to me, where the guy was literally saying, "I'm taking a social media break because I've been seeing too many posts of people who got to go to South Park Live. People were scalping tickets for three hundred bucks, and it would have been worth it." But I couldn't afford it at the time. It so would not gonna... have been worth it. <laughs> Listen, I've seen the Book of Mormon. It might have been just... worth it. Like Book of Mormon's the... great. The the musical. The musical. I should yes. I should I should yeah. <laughs> Three hundred bucks for an item entertainment. I mean, if it's something you remember forever, I guess. But and Red Rocks is a great venue and of course everybody's obsessed with it mm -hmm. around there. So it, but what's I'm, funny I'm to me is those guys, they live the in fucking Los Angeles for the last, like, 20 years since they got the show going. So they're not, like, all their references to Colorado are 20 years old oh, at God. this point. 
I'm you know? sure they got like a house or a second home out there. Oh, no, they, they, they go to. skiing in Aspen or some shit like that. But like, that's not really Colorado. Never forget when they went to whatever the they're, award they're show was, setters, and they were high right? in like crystal meth or like acid or something in like dresses and like they're like they're in the goose suits. There's the goose suits, and there's one in dresses, and they're high as shit. Like they're well, absolutely no, yeah, fucking zonked. The dress is a goose wrapped. It's a go- okay, it's like a goose. I just remember vaguely that. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I really dropped off with South Park. It's not been. I remember the show thing. still being like good and funny, but I just it just don't keep on it, track. Of it. I, I mean, it definitely has its moments. It has funny episodes, but like the problem at this point is train. They actually did an episode about this. Like it was kind of self-referential, but they're like running out of material. Oh, and totally. They ex- and they accept the fact that as the show gets older, it's just gonna suck. But they, like they, this... I'm sure. I'm sure. At least in their position, they're like, okay, well, we're still getting renewed seasons, and I'll say, yeah. PC Principal is actually like a pretty funny character. PC Principal. Here's the thing: they like, have like, like both now... being like pro and against like PC culture concept as a character, where he's so... both like, good and a negative shown, is kind of like funny while still actually doing the thing. I don't want to go too much into South Park because we could devote a whole episode fucking talking about. Well, let's South not Park, do but, that. Like, let's let's not. not do that. <laughs> South Park used to be where, like, you would have seasons, and, like, the seasons themselves were, like, you watch the whole thing, and, like, they all have, like, their variety of great episodes, and it's just fucking great. As you got later on, they had, like, one or two great episodes per season, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were just, like, like, they weren't filler. not, fu- yeah, they were just filler episodes. Like, they didn't really do a whole lot. They're, was it Im- Remember not, that scene? Not. It felt like, oh, remember that, like, plot um, we cut member, from season, Six or something like that. Let's make that into a show because we don't have any oh, ideas God. this week. I, I I will say yeah. it's still not worse than say The Simpsons, which I think they should have shot everybody on that fucking company at this point. The Simpsons, and then also Family the Guy. Simpsons, eh. See, here's the thing too. The South Park South Park is like the only TV show or one of the few TV shows that had a movie and then didn't suck immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Simpsons. As soon as the Simpsons movie came out, that series was fucking dead. Like. It it was done. Like it was probably done a little bit before that. The Simpsons movie was the final nail in the fucking coffin. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Not a single episode after that movie is really worth watching. Like the show any, now. Any show is, running that long, that's a series that isn't like a soap opera. Probably just just should should eventually be canceled. Just go on to another project. It's fine. Well, there's yeah. like there's fucking uh, Days of Our Lives, right? Where at least. You know, talking about soap operas or whatever. It's it like thirty. It's like twenty nine years or something crazy like that, right? Oh no, they're going to like forty five or something like that. What show was it that was going on twenty nine years? They ended like a few years back. Well, they aged the characters, is what I was getting at. Is that oh. like oh. they actually progress and they introduce new people and people have kids mm-hmm. and then there's this and stuff like that. Like it's Word. it's not just like the same four kids in the same town. That that sounds going on hijink adventures all the time. Like like the same. Like, they play the same role for so long. He's either really good or really bad. Like, what's his name from uh, Justin Eccles? Eccles? What the fuck his name oh, is? Oh, from Supernatural? Yeah, where he doesn't seem like a terrible actor. I have nothing against the guy. He's on Supernatural, which I'm sure he doesn't hate because it's probably a he's sweet also, check to consistently get. He was in The Boys, also, which is why I'm bringing him He's in The Boys up. now, yeah. Where where he even rep, uh, they even say the fact that he actually um, was one of the people they could have put for Captain America. And then the people they were considering for that role... Were like some big budget like triple A actors, and then like I guess they appreciate Justin more because you know I guess TV show actors a little bit better to work with, and they don't have a lot of like 
crazy big names outside of like a handful of people that are leads. I would totally I like, like to see he was, he was, he was, What? I would have liked to see Jensen Ackles as Captain America, especially. Yeah, yeah, but then he would get in the whole. He'd have to do a bunch of Marvel movies. And then yeah, he'd be like, true. well, and then his super deep voice would be like, well, that just happened. Like, <laughs> here's my, my friend, I, my I friend tried went to watch to... Supernatural. I, I had an ex who was into it, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait, so the monsters are just like people? Yeah. That's, Dude, it's it, here's the a, thing. That's, it's, that's when you know the budget's uh, like, you know not the best. You need to financially compensate anybody who watched that show for more it's, than like three episodes. It was. It's the CW. Like people forget yeah. that that network. This is the same network that produces fucking Riverdale, and I. Well, Riverdale is a really high production show. Uh, like, for for. I don't My even know what the show is. What is Riverdale? Riverdale it's awful. based on a bunch of awful. Archie comics, but it's awful. It's awful. It's oh no, awful. it's terrible. But but um, I'm saying is for for cable TV and how it has been pretty much since streaming has existed, it's definitely one of the ones that they put more money into in time and effort compared to surprisingly. Surprisingly, well, I, I think really I think they got that first show. season and then they were like. All right, this is gonna be our Breaking Bad equivalent, but for like retarded oh assholes. No offense, everybody watches it. Nothing wrong with that. If you watch no, no, it. no. Here's the thing: the content like, is it's, retarded. It is, but no, actually, I'm not no, gonna blame no anybody. This shit, this shit is ridiculous. My brother watches shit out of it. He's not retarded. It's really, I, I don't but, like. Here's the thing: I really don't like about Riverdale too. So, this is something a lot of TV I, shows do. This. I'm just wondering, as a straight male, how have you? Sat down for an episode of this. My ex, loves, like, she didn't like, love Riverdale, but she watched Riverdale. Riverdale. Like, like attractive women that they show off. Like everyone's no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. This goes right, back to the point I was just trying to make before. So mm-hmm. they take like, like high schoolers. Drama. It's a teen yeah. drama. It is. So this is why women in their twenties like it because Mid-20s. women in their twenties mentally are teenagers. So moving and on from that, the actors are well, the point I was 20s. trying to make before that I am going to make, and we are not going to derail. Take your time. Is that take they take teenagers, high school kids, and they over-sexualize them. Riverdale yeah, did the this. Actors are like thirty, dog. The, I know, I know they're thirty, but they're but playing they're teenagers. They're LARPing. They're playing teenagers. high schoolers. They're playing they're like LARPing. fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. The new Sabrina, the, the new Sabrina TV show did the same shit. It had like high school age kids, and they were having like a fucking orgy and shit. And it's like, yo, these kids Wait, are like fifteen, Sabrina? sixteen. Yeah, yeah, they had like a fucking orgy in the fucking like, which after school show. That's like, yeah, oh. no, 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 okay, so not the old one with fucking Melissa Joan no, Hart. No, well, the, the whole fucking name is Sabrina, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Melissa Joan Hart. Like the people who no, not her, not that one. So the old Sabrina TV show with the talking cat, that's fine. The new one on Netflix literally has the fucking kids at this school at a fucking orgy. I'm absolutely serious. 100%. One but like, how do you take the source material? I guess like the Archie comics too, right? Like, right. But, Here's the thing. Uh, like, the CW and Netflix have the exact same audience. It's like teenage and 20-something-year-old mm-hmm. and usually 30-year-old women who are single and usually have a shitload of cats. That's and their yeah. target audience. And what? Is the cat yeah, even talked yeah. in the new Sabrina? Is what? Does the cat even talk in the new Sabrina? No, is which it played sucks. by a mildly funny comedian? No, it's not. It doesn't fucking talk at all. It's that actually was like, like the saving grace of that show was the shitty cat puppet with a comedian like doing yeah, the exactly. thing off. Yeah, that exactly. So they should have Norm MacDonald do it. They, oh, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. 
So I guess we should stop talking about television actors and we should return to other television actors, a.k.a. politicians, a.k.a. Hey, Trump, it a.k.a. Related. It was all related because it's all fake. The raid. The writers have been going crazy this last. Oh, couple my God, dude. Can Every couple of weeks, say? they're just like, Yo, they Vince Gil- Bro, they hired Vince Gilligan for this shit. It's too good. It's too good. Seriously. Like, really, no, like, actually, you know what? Yeah, I heard it was J.J. Abrams. In 2020 and oh, no, that, that'd make it not enjoyable, though, because J.J. Abrams can't write anything that's watchable. I wouldn't call this enjoyable. I wouldn't call anything going on these days enjoyable or watchable. No, but Trump getting raided by the feds is also pretty funny. It's amusing. Like, here's the thing. I feel like it's, like, back during the Trump presidency when we had some fucking pseudo-scandalous story about Trump, like, every other week. And now the fucking FBI... Is raiding his fucking his fucking resort for like? Does anybody actually know what they raided him for? Like, what were they looking for? No, that that was my opening monologue. Is like, so they haven't released the search warrant, which means they could go in and search, and they could find whatever they need to find because every rich person commits felonies with like taxes and shit like that, and then they can rewrite the warrant to say whatever they want. Yeah, right? so and like a fishing expedition. I also I, heard too, like they cracked his fucking safe in his office, and apparently the safe was like empty or some shit. Like yeah, I don't the know. guy's smart. He probably had see like cameras outside and like security that would have informed the guys coming in. Hey, for the conspiracy-minded among us, it is uh, a fact that the judge who signed the warrant—they have released that much—was a lawyer for Jeffrey Epstein. Wait, real quick. So not um, the raid. Wait, I got, I got something here. Uh, the raid was reportedly part of an investigation into whether the former president mishandled classified information after leaving the White House. Uh, while Trump returned some materials to the National Archives seven months ago, federal authorities had reportedly grown concerned that Trump and his team weren't being fully forthcoming. So wait, 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 wait. They raided his house over the na- over a National Archives issue. Let's see really? Here, uh, Are we serious? Oh my god! Classified information. So okay. Well, here's the communications email. An email between two members of a State Department and the Foreign Secretary of uh, you know some other country is classified, but it has jack shit to do. And think about the fucking Hillary Clinton deleted her private email server of thirty-two oh thousand yeah. State Department emails. And they okay. even admitted, like, yeah, there was classified information on the server, and yeah, they didn't exactly do things legally. But no reasonable prosecutor would bring charges in such a situation, and it's, like, reasonable? Okay, uh, Trump associates have expressed shock over how their cordial interaction with the DOJ ended in the in a raid. Oh, that's, that's funny. So I did read something on Zero Hedge this morning that apparently the FBI, or, like, on behalf of the National Archives or something... Knew about these documents ahead of time and were like, hey, do you have these? And they went to Mar-a-Lago and I'll see if I can find this article. But like they put the documents aside in boxes so the FBI or the National Archives could look through this shit. And like, okay, I have to go find this article now because specifically what I read was that the okay, FBI. The latest article on uh, Zero Hedge published 6.33 yeah, p.m. Yep, yep, yep. Um, is that they were looking for class or lit classified documents related to nuclear weapons among other things so what? i'm gonna i'm gonna be real with you on this one um okay i could actually go to my bookshelf right behind me there is a diagram for a nuclear weapon in the back of my college physics 
textbook. Hey, by the way, um, can you get me that? Can you shoot that book over to me real quick? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not kidding. I'll go. No, 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 no. You don't 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 do that. I I think I think Dan, you put it up. No, to it's the fucking publicly screen. available. Everybody. No, I know. It's like everything's a public information, but YouTube could be a little little bitch boy about that shit sometimes okay. about public information. You know, I'm you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we get flagged for saying things, you know. Are are uh, my here personal heroes over at Ordnance Lab? If if there's any listeners who are also a fan of Ordnance Lab, they are a YouTube channel dedicated to exploring explosives and cool improvised munitions and stuff like that. Had a fire that destroyed their. Um, cameras and stuff and um you, you should go search how to support them so they can get back in business um they also lost their cat which was oh cool. yeah fucking a poor buddy um but yeah, anyways no, I, mean, I, I think this the is the documents about nuclear like this. stuff is like what the fuck is trump gonna do like if he forgot to like i i guess he had documents and has to send them back and it's like okay but what the fuck is trump gonna do with those documents of course he did legitimately have those documents and just fucking left them somewhere in the resort then someone should have just been like just one what in, in the the stupidest scenario that would make the most sense though would have been one guy be like hey i'm part of this government agency you need those documents or specifically this can you return to us yes please come follow me where i give you these documents and that would have been it um but this just sounds like complete obviously it sounds like bullshit i mean he's got, he's okay. got nuclear documents here here's what if if you were actually like the Department of Defense or Department of State and actually worried about nuclear weapon secrets, the things you're worried about are the are technical specs on targeting systems and and the flight system of the missile and how it operates and how it guides itself. Um, does does anybody think Trump has the reading level to be interested in that kind of document? That he would keep it, like, why would he even be? He's, he's gonna sell it to the Saudis place. for a new hotel in uh, the fucking UAE or some shit. <laughs> well, uh, like, it's a joke because I'm funny. It's fucking silly <laughs> that like they're really thinking. There, what was it? There, there was a study. I forgot which college it was, but the government basically like they grabbed a couple of college students for a study, and they they said like, without any actual like overall information about nuclear weapons see how long it takes for you to figure out how to make a nuclear bomb and these are like college kids who it's like some general understanding of like engineering but not not like enough obviously to are we talking like something it. like a bomb that uses radioactive material like a dirty bomb it's or are we talking like, like, like a actual full fission? like new like a nuclear bomb that like not like a dirty bomb like a nuclear bomb like that like, fission like nuclear fission yeah like you would actually like the government yeah, actually you, a uranium bomb. bomb like that's, I, okay that's easy yeah we're not, we're not talking like isis throwing a dirty bomb type deal like like an actual nuclear bomb i think this study revealed it took like two years for like a handful of these kids from like college to figure out how to make a bomb with like just general, I gotta find the study because it's really interesting. Google, hello Google, I love you. I misspelled Google. Fuck. Google. Um, study in which they saw nuclear. Oh fuck! I can't spell it all. You're on a fucking computer. Not the Manhattan Project, bro. What the fuck? How two students built the A bomb? Okay. It's one of the burning questions about how easy it could be for a country with no nuclear expertise to build a bomb. 40 years ago, in a top-secret project, the U.S. military said above the finding out. Uh, Oliver Berkman talks about talks to two men who solved the nuclear puzzle in just 30 months. 
So two college kids in the 60s or 50s made a nuclear bomb. Like, mm, that era based. of bomb, which obviously isn't, like, the same level an ICBM, but a nuclear bomb is still a fucking nuclear bomb. Wait, are you saying in the I mean, 60s? This was... Let me read the... the it said 40 years ago, so that would be... That would be in the 80s. Yeah, about the 80s, so... Oh, I mean, we, the, they've had intercontinental ballistic missile... Tipped ballistic missiles with megaton payloads since uh, the 60s. 1964. Today in... Today he experiences 1964. Okay, so it's around that time. I mean, either way, the, the fact that two college students could figure it out. I mean, yeah. Enough know-how and time and patience and shit. I mean, they are in the U.S., and so they probably have a little bit better resources, and they don't have to worry about getting shot at, say, if they were in, you know, most countries that want to nu use a nuke, where that might be a bit more difficult, but still, that being said... If they're really worried about these schematics, like... Ugh. You can't read it, but... Um, yes, this is a diagram of how to create a nuclear weapon in the back of my college physics book. There, there's, like, a... There's, like, a fucking, like, Boy Scout book, I think, about making a nuclear reactor from, like, the 50s or 60s as well. Like, there's old books and, like, shit where people are being fucking stupid and letting kids learn how to make, like, all kinds of nuclear shit, like, or in the early... Like, in the early days of, like, the Cold War... Like, like, a how-to, like, like, A, get these, B, purchase these products, put them together this way, make sure to wear these, like, radioactive retardant clothing, make sure to do this, like, it was like a fucking step-by-step, -step, and then I think they had to, like, get those books, like, sent back, and, like, fucking just burn them, I guess, fucking throw them out the fucking airlock. Uh, yeah, but anyways, I mean, the rate sounds stupid, they're definitely, yeah, like you said, like a fishing expedition. Just rewrite yeah. the warrant. I mean, that it opened and shut on that. It's like, what is he keeping the codes, the launch codes? Just redo the launch codes. Or like, I'm assuming the launch codes just listen, guys. This is amusing, but we can't trust Trump with the launch codes. We just can't. We can't. We, I remember that shit post. Holy fuck. <laughs> Joe Biden. Joe Biden can't even fucking go near the launch codes. He's Joe Biden can't like even stuff. operate a set of stairs, man. Like. Well, yeah, that's that's one of those things where it's like we know for a fact that guy ain't doing shit. You can't if you if you oh, physically no. look at that band, you'd be like, no, can't do the launch. See, See here's the thing. Launch, uh, I would launch, I would almost say like it wasn't for the fact that like what was it Merrick Garland like recently was like yeah I personally approved the raid and like wouldn't answer questions about it and it was like yeah this is top secret it's part of an ongoing investigation and like 20 minutes later somebody in his office office leaked to the fucking Washington Post and they fucking posted all about it. But, um, oh, God, like, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but. It, so, like, this, everything here screams fishing expedition. Um, I, I highly doubt, like, leaving the White House that Trump's like, oh, yeah, let me keep, I, I can sell this because I'm broke and some shit. Like, he's not going to be able to, like, get a book deal or TV deals and shit like that. Like. He doesn't play for keeps the way they think he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? He, like, he's, he's, he's just in it for the money and the fame, but like not the money like the Saudis are going to pay me off uh, or, or some shit so that they can get better guidance systems to defeat like Iranian uh, counter-missile measures or some shit like that. Like, it's not that level of sophistication. He's... No, that's that's why you need uh, those microchips, baby Bob. Mm. Um, 
And also the float team, no, not not referencing the um, that Boy Scout with the fucking fire alarm, the fire things. That's a separate matter all on its own. Wait, are you talking about the the kid that like, there's there's that built one a mock story bomb about, and brought uh, it to school? Oh, Ahmad or whatever the fuck his name is, and he no, built no, yeah, no, that's, no, that, no, no, not that one. That's not the same. I'm, I think she's talking about the one that like is on. They have like a bazillion videos of the same story on YouTube about the like ginger kid who like used a bunch of like fucking fire alarm things to make like. Like a nuclear reactor, and then like oh yeah, because it's, like, it's oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's that one is on YouTube a lot. There's a separate one. I'm just talking about specifically how there was a bunch of books at one point. No, which is maybe it might be related to that story where I may have heard where those books came from. But there, there's there a case was... of a there's a dude that was straight up like he built a reactor in his garage, and like it totally worked and it was safe and fine. And he's just like, well, the problem is like. It's making too much power, and I, I can't safely disassemble it. So he called the Department of Energy, and they fucking disassembled a nuclear reactor in his garage. For us. That's awesome. <laughs> TFW, uh, yeah. you actually make that guy. Reactor. I get a fucking. I'd fucking get a job. Like, bro, like, what's that fucking guy doing? Oh, he, he was probably. He was probably suicided. There's no. The problem is there's no jobs for. Uh, nuclear engineers in the U.S. Anyway. Oh, that's right, because that's... nuclear energy is seen as a bad thing by yeah, fucking... And... Yeah, right. Yeah, so, like, the, no new plants have been built for, like, 30 years, and, uh, you know, since Three Mile, basically. Yeah. And the only way you can get a job in doing it is... Uh, and we could bring on um, my buddy sometime uh, from college. He uh, does uh, nukes up. Uh, oh, okay, I'm about to say, the only thing I can think like, of that they sold like big fucking aircraft carriers and submarines that use. Uh, yeah, so he's he's a sub engineer. Uh, he runs the the Not power a dom plant. engineer. Um, yeah, right. So you know he's under the water for six months of the year, but we can we'll see when he gets back, and I'll, I'll bring him on okay. sometime. We're talk about. Yeah, anyways, that, that'll, be, that's pretty, that'll be my pol- I mean, my political goals is just nuclear energy and legalized crack. No other drugs. Every other drug is illegal. About how Fucking Anvil is illegal, uh, only crack. Could you imagine if we had nuclear power plants run by crackhead nuclear engineers? Could you imagine? <laughs> Bro, I mean, the output the chance... would be so good. Have you ever talked to physics grad students? Yeah, they're all on uppers. Every last one of them. Oh, yeah. They're all on uppers. <laughs> My favorite is when people say, oh, I'm an engineer. Like, an engineer in what, bro? That's like saying, like... I drive a car, like what fucking car, guy? I uh, I engineer yeah. my dick into your mom. That's what I engineer. I mean, you could be a mechanical engineer and just Which like. Oh, you on. could you could be a mechanical engineer and you could be a fake scientist on a children's TV show. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Speaking oh. of things, the other topic we were going to cover tonight was the eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents that are going to be minted thanks to the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. Which, of course, suggests that the Democrats' plan on in reducing inflation is to tax the shit out of anybody who sends a transaction over $600. We printed too much money, so we need to collect it back. Exactly, yeah. Like, we sent all those fucking stimulus checks out. It's time to fucking pay up, folks. So... That's where we're at now. Eighty-seven thousand new IRS drug dealers. Not only, uh, not only do they uh, uh, have the funding to hire eighty-seven thousand new agents. Now that they passed it, they uh, posted ads on the um, IRS website. That's right. Asking for 
um, people who are willing to use lethal force and it conduct violent confrontations between uh, people uh, to work for the IRS. Uh, so, firearm, if there are yes. if there are any IRS agents watching this, which I'm sure there are, um, you boys might want to invest in level four plates. Just saying. We got we got six people. I don't, I don't know if we got the the statistics are kind of against it. At least half of them are probably feds. Let's be real. To some degree, that's not that's not nice. That's not. Nice. No, it's not. I love all of our viewers and followers, but some of them are probably feds, and we will convert you. Well, it's you know my conspiracy theory about like flat earthers and and other like kind of wonky stupid conspiracy like QAnon and stuff like that is they just float schizos at the State Department. They they just buy their books in bulk and like ship them to dispersed addresses and shit like that, or you know just burn them. They don't really care what they do with them. They've got the budget to do it, where they can just float these people and keep them in the public eye to like get down. Um, Cons- uh, you know, kind of tamp down the conspiracy theory thing. So Alex Jones looks stupid when he talks about Jeffrey Epstein because, like, oh, but there's also this guy that talks about flat Earth. You're just one of those guys, right? Like this, this is a thing that they do, yeah. uh, where they're a- and the schizos don't even know that they're getting funding from the CIA or FBI at this point, like because That'd they're be just nice like, oh, I'm selling my book, funding. I'm selling my app. People are into mm. it. I should, um, I should learn how to build an app. That seems like easy money. I should learn how to build a nuclear device. That also seems like okay. All right. Anyway, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, of course, <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. They figured that shit out, bro. This is a parody account. Um, uh, well, okay. Disclaimer: When I was showing my college saying. textbook with a section on nuclear weapons, it was for informational purposes. Uh, Do you only. have that textbook with you, like in proximity in your home? Yeah, I was showing it on the camera. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it. Did I miss that no, shit? Oh, you do it again. He's got like undress. He's got to take his dick out. Of course, Bend yeah. Over. I mean, dude, yeah. he's got that twenty inch soft. He's, he's wearing you know. he's wearing sandals, bro. Oh boy. Oh, check him out. He's wearing sandals. Like I was saying, like this is publicly available knowledge that I think I have literally had that textbook before. Holy shit! Is that a McGraw Hill McGraw Hill textbook by any chance? Uh, the textbook. The textbook. The textbook. Company. The textbook. Bro, how do I put, how do I get money into fucking McGraw Hill? The, the, you don't. That, that sucks. That sucks. You know, that ship has sailed, my friend. So everybody, Pearson. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah. All right. Nuclear weapons. I was um. Nice. Okay. Work. All right, yes, you right. put the thing in there, and you put the things outside of it, and they all do the thing at the There's same time. Do, really and when they all go off at the nine. same time, it compresses the stuff, which does the thing, and it makes the stuff. All right, I got you. So you got to get, so get an exacto knife, right? Yeah. And you're going to need a real high compound microscope. And you're going to yeah. get an exacto knife, and then you're going to cut a couple atoms. And that's how you yeah. get nuclear fission. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then after that... I don't know what accent that even is. It's like I, uh, Chicago. It sounds like you're uh, you're from Chicago there, bud. But uh, I don't fuck. I can't do a Chicago accent. I'm not. I can't. Oh, I bears. can do New York, and I can do Daw Bears. <laughs> I, Daw Bears. Speaking of Chicago, just an aside, a little anecdote. I was out um, doing a uh, like a, a thing, um, a telescope thing, 
and this family was uh from Chicago and their kids one of the kids was like had like an early growth spurt so he like looked taller than he actually he was like actually 7 but he looked like 9 and oh. he had like a really bad speech impediment both the kids did and like i could tell oh you are masked for three years, and now your kids, during their formative years, can't talk. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hope they're about speechfully before the masks, I'll say it. It might have been. Kid. I don't know. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's still, like... Anyways. Uh, no, it, just, just as an interest thing. Like... I, I don't like I was saying the the weapon plans are not what they're going after. The launch codes can't be what they're going after. That, no. That's all I was getting at. I... It, it's technical data related to targeting. It, that's what they're going to justify it as. It's going to be stupid. Be... But let's go back to the IRS because somebody has to pay for those nuclear weapons that are so yeah. dangerous that we can't trust the democratically elected president uh, in, to have. Have we ever been able to trust a president? There, there's um. I, I think they're part of some type of archive systems, like public domain, where I remember listening to ones where it's JFK talking to like a, a like retired general about like the fucking Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, man, the guy who literally was either in severe pain or hopped up on so many painkillers he didn't know where the fuck he was, was somehow more reliable with nukes, more likely than most of the presidents I know of. In my lifetime, yeah. at least. Like, uh, there was... Actually, no, uh... I, I, I shouldn't say that. There, there are, I mean... George Bush, I, Dick Cheney had the reins on that. He wasn't doing nukes. He's not a retard. He's just an idiot. It was dangerous. Well, he's, he's, he's not an idiot. He's just evil. But yeah, no, he's, he's evil, but he's not, like, evil enough to launch a nuke, which is such a low ball. Okay, hold on. No, Do you, no, you mean George Bush is an idiot, not a retard, right? He's an evil. George evil. Bush is an idiot and a retard, but Dick Cheney is an asshole, which makes him an idiot, not a retard. And Dick Cheney I... doesn't launch no nukes. I wouldn't Dick call Cheney Dick Cheney an to, idiot. He wanted well, he's an to, idiot because he's an asshole. Sorry, Max. Go he ahead. wanted to have uh, Halliburton get you know oil contracts in Iraq, and you can't do that if you fucking nuke the place. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> like he was, it was inconvenient he was for him. Steps ahead on that one. Um, uh, the people who want probably like, nuke living... or more Cold War era. Let's be honest. Joe what? Biden would actually press the button after pressing a bunch of funny numbers in there. Living in Wyoming, every like other ad is a Liz Cheney ad. The primary is in five days for her. Is that the one that's um, a lesbian, or is that the other one? No, you're thinking of uh, her sister is yeah. the lesbian. She's Les she's, Cheney. Uh, <laughs> Les Cheney. I, I remember that that uh, fucking news article where it's like some some like lesbian woman like was doing some work in like his house. It was like wow. You really stood up to the war criminal by announcing your election. Like, the dog is a lady dog. Oh yeah. Like, like, like. Listen, good for her either way. For like, at least put on a fucking attitude with Dick Cheney. That's still something. But it's like, I don't know. You should have. You should have probably shorted out his fucking house. If you're on your knees, bent over in Dick Cheney's house doing something he wants, you can have an attitude, but you're still on your knees, bent over doing something Dick Cheney wants. Like, like let's be real here. I don't either. But if that story doesn't end with, and then she stood up and stabbed him in the face in Minecraft, then yeah, I, I just, I just would have been like, oh, shit. I, I would have took super long. I, I would have ran the number on it. I would have fucking some shorted out. Oh, you need to replace this. You do what every contractor ever fucking does at a job site. You extend it. 
oh, we don't have the pot for this. We gotta wait three days for the pot to come in. And once the pot's here, I gotta go eat my sandwich first because, you know, OSHA regulations. I gotta eat it, gotta be well fed. Of and course, after yeah. that, I gotta put my, put my fucking hot air on, my fucking gloves and my goggles, and you gotta leave the room, sir. So that, that's what I would've done. I would've took my fucking sweet Plus, time. Plus, you pay, can't forget about all, all the union regulations you gotta deal with, and that's, oh, buddy, that's a lot of regulations. Yeah, and it's gonna cost you like $12,000 just to fix a short circuit on one of your fucking, the fucking plug-in things. And I'm listen, like, it's, it, our hands are tied, man. Listen, let's the union, like, we just, it's gotta be I gotta order way. another, I gotta order some gloves so I don't shock myself. You gotta fill out the Mr. forms. Mr. Cheney, Mr. Cheney, gotta, I'm sorry. I don't, yeah. want, I don't know why in this case it's a, it's a 48-year-old I'm, I'm trying man. to imagine this lesbian, Italian worker in... Yeah, butch, butch Italian. Teeth out. In Let's fucking, be like, Casper, but she didn't. This, well, this wasn't a butch, obviously. There's no one tougher than a butch lesbian that does fucking contractor work, like, for fucking construction. Those are the toughest motherfuckers you'll ever meet. They'll lay someone fucking <laughs> on their floor. They All got four the of fucking them. They got cauliflower ears, those motherfuckers. All four of them sure are tough. Ears, that's not a fight. <laughs> uh, you say that, but uh, there's a lot of them. No, I I actually drove through. I think he lives somewhere out in Casper or something like that, or around what there. the lesbians, Dick Chain Dicky, the Chaneys, the Dickies, uh, Cock and Ball Chaney, Cock and Bollocks Chaney, CPT Chaney, like, you Cock know, and like uh, Cock and Bollock Torture Chaney. Oh, the, the fucking ad from Dick Cheney that airs all over uh, Wyoming right now is him like Donald Trump lied trying to steal an election. He's a coward um, and stuff like that. And Donald I made Trump a coward. Yeah, that's true. I mean, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he's he's relatively accurate about all of his things. But it's coming from Dick Cheney. Yeah, you know, and fucking Democrats are like, yeah, Dick Cheney. Yeah, and I'm just like. What fucking planet is this? Ten okay, years ago, in, you couldn't I say Dick Cheney. Go ahead. I, I live in a neighborhood in Wyoming here. And I know, for a Wyoming. Fact, I know for a fact that the people with their fucking Prius parked in front of their house in Wyoming were not registered Republican in spring of 2022. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they have Liz Cheney yard signs out front um, so that they can switch. What they did is they switched their affiliation from uh, you know Democrat, progressive whatever uh, which is there's only like 30 20% maybe in in the state and they've switched their registration so that they can vote for Liz Cheney in the Republican primary because we need her over you know some other fucking you know state politician who wants to get in and you know is mildly pro-trump and shit like that but i um, hope they get lynched i hope they they go to the wrong bar and they just get taken out back and fucking murder raped jesus in minecraft i don't care we don't take kindly to your folk around here let's put some fucking muscle behind that shit legitimately like I, I could drive around my entire town. It doesn't take that long. I could drive around the entire town. All thirty if people. I see a fucking Prius out front. I can see the Obama Biden sticker that got removed off the back, and the Liz Cheney sticker that got stuck onto it. 
You know, if I, if I had a piece of shit car, I would love, or this, I should start doing this. You get like really old, like political campaign, like stickers or shirts from like, from like 40 years ago. So it's so removed. You don't even remember like the candidates. Like Bush Reagan or some shit. <laughs> no, like, like I want like the ones who lost and no one remembers like the duo. Like from like, like Goldman something. I, yeah, I, I, I want someone to be confused. Like. They have like Google, like who the fuck this is? Like who the fuck? What political opinion even is this? Spiro like, Agnew for Senate. <laughs> it's like John Arbuckle McGillicuddy uh, of the Moose Knuckle Party of, of 1893. I wouldn't find a shirt for that. I'd have to make one, but the got a piece of shit like Toyota Corolla. Like just some old piece of shit. I love it. Just vomit with stickers. So at, like every party possible. Just I'm on both sides, so I always win. This this reminds me. So I of course live in Utah, which is a very red state. And I saw the other day, well, the other day I mean about seven weeks ago. The other I day. believe it was a some sort of like crossover SUV, and it had like every fucking like mainstream leftist culture fucking media consumer sticker you could imagine: Marvel stickers, a Zelda sticker, which you know Zelda by itself is fine. Uh, fucking Harry Potter stickers, like, fucking, it had, like, the multiple fucking, like, like, a mom and a cat and a couple of kids, or, like, a mom and a dad and a couple of kids and, like, a dog fucking family sticker, and you had, you had, like, the fucking Rebel logo and all this shit, and right down there, right on the bumper sticker, it said, like, Kamala Harris or some shit, like, it was either 2020 or, like, it was actually a... You found a lie in the wild. Yeah, the one, the one. That was probably driving from Salt Lake County, which is the highest concentration of blue people in Utah, which is the only concentration. If you look at a political map of Utah, it's like, okay, you got Utah, like you have this little blue right here and like everything else is just red. Like admittedly, most of the people, there are a lot of people who live right here because that's Salt Lake County and Park City. So of course you're going to have more blue there. And of course they have a Democratic mayor who is functionally incompetent. But down in Utah County, it's very red, which is where I found this person on I-15 between the point and the forks. And if you know what that is, you know. If you don't, you don't. But that's where they were. That's like, mm, that's very red. It's very red. (laughs) Anyways, um, the McGriddle. It was the McGriddle. It was the McGrussie. Have you ever driven through uh, Selena? And seen their uh, World War II POW camp uh, museum. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually been to it, but like I've seen it from a distance. So, I've only been there emotionally. <laughs> they've got the fucking. Um, they had a POW camp for German soldiers in in Salina, Utah, and uh, one guy was a little salty that he didn't get to uh, kill Germans in the war, so he mm. climbs up into the guard tower. And fucking mows down the sleeping POWs. It like these are the Germans that surrendered. Okay, Oops. like. <laughs> and, it's into uh, America, bro. That sounds like a like a plus of anything. Like, oh no, our country. We got no oil, and we have to use horses to pull tank. I guess I surrender to a handsome American, and then go and eat hot dog and play baseball, and forget about Kaiser and Ubermensch. So real quick, there's interesting <laughs> conversation going in the chat. German accent. Is your German accent requires some work, but if you watch enough German movies and you study the German language I, as portrayed by German English actors, f- watched, you will understand the accent. I've watched maybe two German, mo- two German movies, 
One of them was was in my era of trying to figure myself out, which is about a man trying to figure out he's gay, which has one of the funniest moments, which was where the one black guy in the entire entirety of the film, and like the kid is like sees like somebody's really into at the club, like dancing with this black guy, and he fucking calls the guy Obama as he pushes him. Which is pretty funny. Okay, that's funny. It's a pretty it's a pretty good film, honestly. That's decent. Like a German film about like a, a gay kid in a country I'm not familiar with and what the gay culture is like there. Figure so real quick, I good just I just I just want to address real what's quick what is being current what's the conversation? I don't understand it. Yeah. So yeah, so they're talking about so Jeanette McCurdy, oh, Jeanette McCurdy. was one of the actresses on iCarly. iCarly, great show. Hey, so great show. She eh. so she released a memoir recently. Um, talking about her time working on Nickelodeon and specifically with Dan the Foot Schneider. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So, I I admittedly, I haven't read the memoir. I've read a couple of articles about it and she does talk about, I think Nickelodeon offered her like a $300,000 non-disclosure agreement deal where she had to not talk about anything that happened and she would get three hundred k. And I believe... That's not enough. That's not enough. No, exactly. And as a couple of people are putting here, uh, Flo T said... talking about a media corporation and non-disclosure agreement, it needs to have at least seven numbers. Yeah, exactly. Number. Six <laughs> digits, uh, 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 uh. We're going to take that decimal place, and we're going to go beep, and now we're good. Yeah. Here's the, the irony in my head, though. It's always like, part of me is always like, well, what if, I, I would like to do acting, but it's like, I'd probably get to, if not that I would ever actually succeed, but if I ever got to a certain point, then it's like the quid pro quo stuff comes in, it's like, okay, I'm gonna hire a PI or some fucking gangbangers and just 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 figure some shit out and just. Oh I'm no. surprised. So I am in no way suggesting <laughs> violence. I do not endorse violence. This is a podcast. Uh, piece. Uh, usually, I would suggest not violence. But I'm I mean, surprised nobody has tried to like Shinzo Abe, Dan Schneider yet. Which I do not recommend anybody doing. I, I think, and I I do think not the problem is it's mostly like ex-Nickelodeon people who are probably too traumatized to be doing any kind of shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm sure you could probably fucking just, like, foil his information and find his address and just go to his house and shoot him in Minecraft. I will ironically say, I can, I can go to, I'll go to jail for this. Like, Dan Schneider should be shot in the fucking head until your gun's empty and overheats. Like, the barrel should be melting. In Minecraft. And, then he, and if he's still alive... As his lungs are just spilling with liquid lead from the heat, you just immediately just start slapping him on the fucking face with no, 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 no. knuckles. You need to shoot him in the feet. You need to put a bullet in at least one foot, like one bullet per foot, like just to drive the message home. And, and, like, then, and then, as this, as, as, this uh, is the consequence of being a foot faggot. This is what uh, you get. The, and, and then at the end, you give you give him just 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 a treat. You curb stomp him face first with your boot. As a, as a last reminder of what think, he what he wanted and never can have again. What would be cosmic justice <laughs> is to put him in that uh, imaginary room where uh, it's a regular room, except the floor is a giant treadmill, and it's made out of very sandpaper. abrasive sandpaper. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I like it. Uh that's, that's a good one for Jigsaw. So well, JC like says... letter from like fucking Nickelodeon about a week from now? JC says we should try to get Jeanette McCurdy on the show. I don't I don't think we should. Because I feel I don't like that, that would... That would do you want your do you want your face plastered on the news? I know I don't. I do not. I also don't want to put Jeanette McCurdy through that shit. Like if she's been through some shit with Nickelodeon, like I don't want her to be like, yeah, so can also, you... Also, um, be really awkward. Can you recall... Very... 
Can you recall your trauma for us so that we can get like 14 views instead of seven? We would really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, please uh, come on this very niche political um, thing on YouTube where like I, I will also, say I like, had like a hundred handful viewers on like a, a guest episode. After Maybe the fact, was... <laughs> we we do get like yeah like a maybe a hundred. No, if you look back, views. we do get like oh, views. Oh, so here's afterwards. here's the thought. I, like there are a couple other like some somewhat prominent like libertarian like nightly podcasts that get like 50 views on yeah. youtube like to i'm thinking fair, like I alan did, did say that tim pool should kill himself so i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get on him mm. <laughs> however jc also wants to add that we should have matt we should break matt back out of federal prison and we should have him interview dan schneider i actually hate every word in that sentence i'm not gonna lie. so like from who's, one who's from dan one schneider foot then? fetishist to it dan schneider is the foot fetishist who made nick oh, okay yeah 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 sorry it was just like... <sighs> hey never forget drake bell huh oh <sighs> yeah where, where he became very popular in uh central south america changed his name and then was out of producing pedophile shit which is part of that vicious cycle that does happen is that victims of crimes against them when they're younger say pedophilia um, they generally not. I'm not saying everybody who has this happen is going to do this, but it, do, it is known to happen. Generally, so, yeah, it's a, it's unfortunately it's a very it's, like vicious it's, cycle. If, if it has happened to you, please have get a fucking way, help. Yeah, if you don't have a healthy way to deal with the trauma, then you tend to recreate trauma, and that has to do with every single um, disorder, trauma. like whether yeah, it's whether it's violence or abuse, uh, like verbal abuse. If your parents were like always verbally abusive and criticizing you, like you don't deal with that trauma, you're gonna do that to your partner and stuff. Yeah, so, like so if too. you do have, and this is unironic, this is like not a bit. Like if you do have trauma from anything like that, just trauma in general, actually seek fucking help. If you can't afford a therapist, or whatever, um, there are probably free source or free access shit depending where you live. You can look or it just or smoke not, a lot friends. of weed. If you smoke a lot of weed, it's the same as therapy. It's a, that's a, it's not like the, I'm not going to say weed is, is a gateway drug, but if you're doing it for trauma, it definitely is probably going to be because weed's going to not be enough at a certain point. If you're going to use that as your like coping mechanism, you got to, you got to seek If you're crutching on drugs and yeah, weed, like they did that study about schizophrenia, right? Well, like, I, there's that thing about, like, weed can lead you to schizophrenia. Like, the weed use is higher among schizophrenics. And I would definitely see, like, if you're coping with trauma and, like, trying to, yeah. like, go through it. And then, like, you, you take a drug that has a known side effect of making you paranoid all the time. Like, you just, like, lean into that over time. I think there is a mechanism for that. I mean, same with meth, too. Meth, I don't know, but... Think it makes yeah no either way uh seek actual help if you can't afford actual help see about free resources if you can't or don't want to do that you always have friends family um if you don't that that you got you got strangers on the internet you could always just vent you can always go into tumblr and just shit post about how you feel it's a start it's it's always at least start somewhere go into somebody who you go to somebody who thinks is cool's inbox and like just post post like do an anon thing and see if they get like, uh, oh my god! Thing. You can just okay. text somebody. For so that bit. reminds me of this one time. So I had here in Mormonopolis, aka Utah, I had a coworker who I'm not going to name, but she was yeah. telling me and my coworkers the story one time, and she was like, "Guys, can you tell me if this is weird?" And we're like, "Uh, sure, okay." So she was telling us about this time when she was younger. There was this cousin apparently 
that she knew and they were technically it was like cousins by marriage but it was still like the people were married and they had been married for probably close to 15 years so this was like her family member of at least 15 years it's not like and, a step cousin that like no you just met a week ago type thing. exactly like, yeah they're, they're this family. is yeah and like apparently like he made so he made a move on her and tried to kiss her and like he was like well she was he was kind of cute so i kissed him and she's like is that weird and i'm just like we're all just like ah. Uh, well, for Utah, no. For the rest of the world, yes. <laughs> well, okay, like, it, people don't maybe talk about this a lot, but in Africa and the Middle East and <laughs> India, oh, no. cousin marriage is high. It's so in high! Pakistan, in Pakistan, it is beyond the majority. It is the is absolute it? norm. Isn't it like um, actual like it's a genuine humanitarian crisis? But there are so many babies like that have deficiencies due to inbreeding in like the Middle East and Africa that it's like they require statistically more specialized childcare because of it. Like that's a thing. <laughs> am I am I hallucinating it, this? I want to get this stats <laughs> up. Um, but oh, yeah, I, it's... Just, I just looked this up. Uh, PubMedNCBI.NLM.NIH.gov. So take this grain of somewhat salt. Dot my In Pakistan, God. over sixty percent of marriages are between first or second cousins. A higher rate, uh, the highest rate of such marriages has been reported in rural areas, among individuals low education and among the poor. So it is more of, however, cousin unions are also common along with landowning families. So it's either just lack of, like, there's probably more to it where it's just either lack of like knowing people, and it's like, oh well, we know other cousins over there, and then landowning is probably more of a strategic thing where it's like those rich assholes were like, oh cousin so then we can share you know i don't know why he's russian no you keep it in the family and then the yeah. wealth wealth stays in the family where, where you can't like i can't really like it's it's like how some of those stories of like people in really rural areas where like the lack of options of marrying or getting with somebody else is so low where it's like that's pretty much your only option where it's I, like i can't you say can't what really you will about them necessarily i don't want to like condemn like condone it but i don't want to like say like they're assholes or this is bad like what they're doing is bad. It's just they have no other options, I guess, in their cases. I, say what you will about the eugenics movement in America and Europe. <laughs> don't hand it you to eugenics. You mean Planned Parenthood? You don't have to hand it to eugenics. Okay. <laughs> you absolutely... We would like to correct an earlier statement made by Max, <laughs> a.k.a. Caparato on the altar. You absolutely do not, quote, have to hand it to eugenicists, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, go on. <laughs> uh, Charles Charles Darwin married his cousin and had fucked up kids. And... Of course he did. He fucking looked at his kids. And he was like, hmm, maybe. Did he? Did he? He looked at some fruits and he was like, look at his kids. He looked at his fruits again and just went back and forth like, fuck. And it, it was the eugenics. The, it was the progressive eugenics movement that started to actually ban uh, on the state level, which is where more. Rare, marriage is regulated and you could look up most states most don't allow cousin marriage i think i think um, it's a further north you go it's more reduced which people point out like, oh this because the southerners do more it's like yeah that doesn't mean shit bro like you, <laughs> bro you go to new york city shit happens up there yeah well you know the unfortunate thing in a lot of uh single parent households in urban areas is a lot of kids don't know who their father is and the accidental incest is real too. Um, 
So that that's a thing in certain areas. Uh, takes uh, if if you don't care about the government knowing your DNA shit, you always take twenty three and me and find out who your dad might possibly be. Um, that's how so, we found out. Wait, I have a half brother, by the way. Really, oh. I remember oh, when yeah. that twenty three and me shit was really popular and like everybody was fucking doing it and like. There was there was a kid who grew up like I want to say seven or eight houses down from me where I lived in New York State, and he was probably one of my best friends like through like middle and high school. Yeah, and he yeah, he did. No, uh, no, he's actually he's uh, last I checked, he was married to a girl, and like they've been married for like three or four years now, and they're really happy. So I can't. It's either a really good cover or whatever. But Jim. like. So his his dad apparently did a DNA test, and his his brothers and sister did it too, and apparently they found out they literally have like three or four other siblings they didn't know about because yeah. his their dad was like cheating on their mom okay. with multiple women. Fucking Christ! Yeah. So yeah, no, like this one was like before the marriage my father had, so like yeah. it's all good. So Thank I also God, yeah. I also remember, like, I was, I'm pretty sure, like, an ex of mine had, like, like, she re- she discovered she had, like, a cousin that, like, had no idea about the rest of the family, but, like, they did the tests and they found out, yeah, so, your dad actually slept with this woman who's in our family, so you're technically our cousin, so, hi, how you doing? And she was just like, uh, I don't know how to handle this, so I can't talk to you people, bye. And, bye. yeah, bye. yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. So, um... No kids, by the what, way. What, whack no news here. California, New York, Massachusetts. Cousin marriage, totally legal. First cousin. Surprise. Uh, most of the northern states outside of that, it is illegal. Um, so think Washington, Oregon, Montana, Wyoming, the Dakotas. And in several states, it is actually a criminal offense. It's not just like a civil thing where they void your marriage. It is a wonder, criminal wonder offense. how that goes, like, getting arrested for that. Like, like, are you in the process of doing it, and they look up at you, and, like, like, are you, like, the fucking person at the court county, like, Clark thing is just, like, writing it down, like, looking through the papers, like, uh, before you sign, I'm letting you know it's a felony, LOL. And they're like, well, they might sign they it, then the fucking, like, so, like, the fucking all right, so I'm about to make this, I'm about to make this a very controversial episode. So, speaking from an ANCAP perspective... Okay. Yeah. If you have two adults who are oh related, oh, Jesus. and personally, I think this is fucking disgusting, and I would never do this, but let's say you have two adults who are related to any degree. No, no. If both people are adults, and they, I, I'm sorry, it has to be brought up because how the fuck else are we going to end this episode? This is a prop, everybody. This is a prop. Is the prop? Yeah, it's got a fucking orange tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's my not prop? Yeah, yeah, it's only there, so so the police don't shoot me. As I was saying, if they're consenting adults, what would be... That would be the ANCAP stance. They get to do whatever they want. I would say, though... uh, I don't like this Reproduction uh, as cousins or siblings is at a very tricky area. Like, here's the thing. So, friend of the show and prophet of peace, uh, Marcel, a.k.a. Anarchy in Black, is a proud eugenicist and would argue that if they did have kids, they should be aborted. Oh, my God. But, no, here's the thing. If he he watches this episode, he'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. If a brother and a sister reproduce, 
that kid's gonna be fucked up and you know abortion at that point is fine this is he'd this is probably stand by that now. oh no this is a great way to end this episode Imbra, i don't uh, know what you're talking about i i'm kind of leaning on marcel's side on this one yeah exactly I just, I, this whole conversation is just a fucking train wreck oh no Here, yeah bro, here's the thing if we don't do this now and we don't establish these mental parameters and these philosophical parameters now then other people will have to do it later so if we do yeah. this now, we, yeah, 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 you dramatic faggot. Don't say these douchebags. No, I, I think uh, voluntary eugenics is a very positive thing, as opposed to government, which now participates in dysgenics. Right? We subsidize mm-hmm. poor people, which tend to have lower IQ, reproducing. Exactly. So, um, well, would you would you say the lower IQ is more of just because the IQ only tests one kind of intelligence, which involves going to a better school, basically? No, you can do Arguably. IQ tests, which are there, there are different um, kinds of intelligence on, tests, but on, the base IQ test is like you you can do one score better if you're in from societies based or... on reaction time, and they they are uh, they correlate very strongly with you know. There, I mean, there are, yes, you're right. There are verbal versus spatial versus mathematical versus, yeah. um, that's what I'm saying. Cause I imagine like the guy who it's like that one Isaac Asimov quote where he talks about how this guy obviously is a very intelligent person in science. And then like the guy who could not tell you about half of shit in math can work on a car and make, you know, the fucking, let's be honest, wizardry. You start hmm. opening up an engine of transmission. That's wizardry. Let's be honest. And that guy can fucking figure that shit out. That's a different kind of intelligence. It's always like the IQ thing always is like, like, that's fair well slippery but, slope kind of conversation <laughs> but we could we could say like that people who have very low skill in general and thus need to survive through the charity of others mm-hmm. receiving that charity at the barrel of a gun through government welfare um are thus you know able to acquire resources that allow them to reproduce at rates higher than they would otherwise. And overall, this has a dysgenic effect upon the population. And you can observe that um, overall, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of um, data going into how uh, IQ is steadily dropping um, so what you you're know, saying is, is that retarded people and liberals essentially have the same issue when it comes to reproduction. Without government subsidization, they really just don't. They don't. Right, this is the, where the, I'm getting the, at with the, the schools the rich, too. The rich, the rich, the rich, the rich liberal. Oh, I'm fucked up. Rich liberals. There's too many of those. Yemra, yeah, I'm fucked up too, and I can still form sentences. There's no excuse. Mm. You can eat my ass anytime. I'm good. Well, I don't need the monkeypox. So. You know what the birth rates are for, like, different education levels. And, like, you're right about the education. Like, people get stuck in horrible government schools in Baltimore. They're not going to learn shit. And I mean, there's some people who are smart in those places, but some people are just yeah. generally, genuinely gifted. And other people just get fucked over by a system. It's, it's the same thing as, like, prison, where, like, if someone's integrated into a system, like, even if they're smart, like, sometimes it's just, like, they're just so ingrained in the one thing, it's hard to kind of, like, beat out of it. Exactly. Is, you right. know, like, well, if you're it, never given any hope by anybody, you, you're just going to work at a miserable fucking job and never, you just work your ass off at something that sucks. You're just you a fucking postal like, worker for the rest re, of your fucking yeah, life, you just to pissed read off. And learn and, you know, actually engage in things that are more well, interesting. Just, I mean, that's the miracle of the modern world, right? Is that we've got, um, 
like I mean, there's people like the postal worker driving around nowadays, like dropping off mail in people's boxes. Like they can just listen to a podcast, literally. Yeah, now now it's day. easier access. Educated. But of course, because they haven't been ingrained in the school. This is a fucking horrible. Anyways, it's ingrained in the you know school system that makes one learning fucking miserable by people who either don't give a shit or trying to do say their own things. It it just it's just like one like fucking barrier after the other of either unmotivated people who are teaching or the the resources to teach these kids in the places that are lower income, say certain major population areas or rural areas that don't have a good enough budget for public school systems. Say we will about public school systems, that's where the people who are going majority of the time are. So Luke Lefebvre, and, real quick, okay. wants to say, are you saying poor people are genetically predisposed to stupidity? That's a that's a that's a up there question. I would actually say, like, generations of poverty, yes, would actually genetically cause stupidity in bloodlines. through Not necessarily through any fault of the people themselves. Like, if you're just, like, if you have, like, if your generation has just, like, a bad fucking run, and you're poor, and then your fucking kids are poor, and their fucking kids are poor, and you don't have access to, like, education... Yeah, like, we fucking seen it. Like, you can fucking see them in fucking trailer parks. Well, no, it, day, it could even be... Uh, you know, if if you're poor and you have bad nutrition, yeah, that too. Um, like, you know, you'll be shorter, right? Mm -hmm. Is it is it a conspiracy theory that you might have less development, um, you know, mentally as your brain only grows, you know, for the first twenty five years of your life, right? And yeah. so, if you have bad nutrition growing up because you're poor, you're gonna have uh, downward pressure. On the most expensive uh, calorie-wise uh, organ like in your body, of your energy goes to your brain that weighs like a couple yeah. of pounds. So it's yeah, it's you know it could be the yeah, other it, way it, around, it right? We're not that isn't higher fucking energy and fucking nutrients, protein and shit. But as you develop, you're gonna be you get a little fucked over. But I, I mean, That's like it. the in in general, like I think it's observable that the market selects for intelligence in in many different ways like you could be a mechanic that makes you know 60 or eighty thousand dollars a year who like you know would never read a, a textbook but can do fucking magic with transmissions because you're getting yeah. three or five k per transmission right and it takes you an afternoon and so like you know there, there's a lot of different types of intelligence that are out there that aren't corresponding to book smarts or, or something like that that's the uh, one that's just most commonly engaged in at least in school is like that type of IQ is like just well that that's the one that's that's elevated but what the the book intelligence is the least useful in the marketplace of intelligence like when it comes to markets like these these fucking grad students and PhDs who have like 12 years of post um, k12 education so I fucking, actually like, I have... They can't operate microwaves, all right? They are trainable, but they, they can't, like, do anything for themselves. So I met a guy today at work. I'm not going to give... No, no. Well, he may be. In the future. <laughs> it depends on whether or not he buys the ring. Like, so many couples that come through my door with these dudes who, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with them other than they're being flip-floppy and these women they're with who are absolutely gorgeous... Because it's fucking Utah, and for some reason, like, the, the proximity or just the population of gorgeous women is high. Couldn't tell you why. But, this dude comes in, and he's getting a PhD in computational science. Which is cool. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. 
And I asked him, I was like, oh, cool. So what do you want to do with it? And he's like, oh, so I want to make computer simulations that can better simulate hurricanes. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. That's cool. And that does have a use. But, like, that is a very, 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 very specific application that is useful in approximately zero other fields other than, like, literally the the fucking noah like dealing with fucking hurricanes and shit which for all i know 10 years from now he may be one of those dudes inside a c-130 flying into a hurricane i have no idea but that's you know i can imagine imagine you know where he he could work work. where is is an insurance company doing actuarial tables for property assessing uh likelihoods of um Hurricane damage across. Oh, send areas. that guy down that's to like the continuous the job all the time as the data gets better in the collection. I did actually. I used that in my sales pitch. I was like, "Hey, so you know, like if you're dealing with hurricanes, you're probably either going to live in Texas or Florida. So you know, if you're living out there, if you buy from us, your warranty is going to follow you wherever you go. So that worked pretty well. But like, <laughs> like here's the thing. Not like I actually liked him. He was a nice dude. The, the woman he wants to marry, they were actually already engaged. And he had like a placeholder ring and he wanted to get her something proper so he could, you know. But like, the impression I got from him was she found him through the internet. He does not leave his room normally and she's like, oh, he's pretty nice and smart. And like, he's relatively good looking and he'll make a lot of money. And she's very, like, outgoing and, like, she's, like, she's literally, like, she's an artist. That's the only way they would talk about her as an artist. And I literally told her, I was like, listen, if you're pretty picky when it comes to ring styles, just, like, take some pictures of stuff you like and just draw something you like that would be specific to you and bring me the drawing and I will just fucking make you the ring. And she's like, you can do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. It'll take me, like, a couple weeks. And they're like, oh, shit, okay. So they may do that. But, like, you have this artist, this very, like, extroverted, artistic woman, and this very introverted, I'm going to make computer simulations of hurricanes dude. And I'm just like, y'all met on Tumblr, didn't you? I can fucking feel it. I can feel it right now. Y'all met on Tumblr. Y'all are going to buy a ring for me because you know what? You've probably reblogged one of my posts and don't even know it. Of course, I can't say any of this. I can't say any of this out loud because, oh my God, this dude's schizophrenic. Let's get the fuck out of here. And fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so the other thing that this guy could do with his fancy computer simulations, if it ever occurs to him, Mm -hmm. is that he could go work for an animation studio, uh, you know, export. And I, I know a lot of guys who do this that they they write the physics sims and then those sims get used in a hollywood movie uh or or something like that a few years later and they get royalties and they're just i was gonna say they probably make like six figures hand over fist without trying yeah Um, okay yeah hand over penis just fucking balls over cock just easy and you know where it gets super Super uh, lucrative is when you're doing weather modeling or any kind of modeling or uh, uh, like software stuff for the Department of Defense or a Department of Defense contractor. So what you're saying is my client is going to be working for HARP. 
Yeah. Um, weather weapons or some stupid shit. Weather like weapons that. or shit like that. All right, uh, boys, it is... Okay, yeah, I'll let you finish. So we could keep going if you guys want, but we are an hour and almost 20 minutes into this. Uh, ethically based? Basically a based, based and red built. Cringe. Cringe. Uh, the Larp. the uh, Larp. the fucking uh, FBI should have raided Trump's house uh, mm. and arrested him for um, appeasing the Saudis and blockading and bombing Yemen. Yeah, uh, committing but, war crimes. But uh, you know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what they did it for. Um, instead, they impeached him for uh, not selling weapons to neo Nazis. Of course. Um, that were connected to his political rival who uh, staged a coup um, in said country. So, uh, and is currently in power while that country is fighting a proxy war with a nuclear power that uh, is right on their border. So, you know, we can all kiss our asses goodbye if they decide that we're providing too much military support on their border and we die in um, hellfire. See, here's the thing. I, I really do think that the United States and Russia have some sort of back-channel communication. And they're like, all right, as long as y'all don't go beyond a certain point, we're cool. Because aren't we still, like, we're still economically involved with Russia. Like, we're still importing yeah. and exporting shit. Yeah. So it's clearly not that dire yet. Like, if we're a business as usual, like, like it's it this at this point, it's it's literally that meme where you have like two dudes standing around two monkeys who are like fighting with knives. Except one of the dudes is also the monkey, but like, it's at this point it's fake. It's all just fake and staged and gay. And also being said about the nukes is like a majority of them would be shot out of the sky anyways, because they'd have to if they're going to hit the U.S. They'd have to cross so many other places that have sand missiles. You go east, you got Japan, South Korea, Australia. Uh, okay. Philippines Island. I don't want to test that. Suggested reading test that. or or podcast to listen to is anything Scott Horton's talked about with the Star Wars. What you're thinking of is bullshit. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't those, you can't have a missile that goes to don't I don't, Jim. I don't uh, like think one? you understand how many silos are literally ready to go at a moment's notice just to fucking launch. Well, they're called just... Minuteman missiles for a reason. Right. Here's the thing, though. We're talking about like we're talking about global saturation. We're not talking about mm -hmm. necessarily striking key targets. You're not going to hit talking... all of them, but I mean, South Korea right. has ones in in there for the exact reason for North Korea. Here's the thing. Do you do you know how many nuclear weapons between Russia and the United States? Oh no, I'm saying sitting this, in a silo. As like, many is what I'm saying. As many would hit. It right it takes only a tenth mm -hmm. of what we have. It would only take the amount that would hit if you got ninety percent of them. Yeah, to That's start it. nuclear. What, one nuke all off. One nuke is, anyways. One nuke is bad, but in the end of the day, even if you use all nukes, like the world would be shit. The world will eventually get over it. Most of us will be dead and be miserable. But there, like literally, there's been studies. It's like, okay, but almost everybody will die. The people who survive and have a horrible time. And they'll have a bunch of generational issues. But eventually, the Earth will keep doing its thing, which is get the fuck over it. And we would probably, hopefully, all die out because we deserve it at that point. But mm. it looks like basically, like if even all the nukes went off. There, remember there was a study where it's like, yeah, a good chunk of the population would be dead, but not all of them. Nuclear winter would get a lot of fuckers, but also like the areas that just would not be affected outside of like. Yeah, you know, the, the after effects. If, if like, the crops fail, 
mm-hmm. for 10 years in a row, yeah, there will be no human life on Earth. But everyone okay. in South Africa is going to be fine, ironically. No, actually, what would happen is we would all start living in subway systems and we would eat mushrooms and pigs. That's what we would do. I, I would run the Fair. metros, my opium farm. So I, I fun fact. I hope <laughs> that we have the back channels. There was a certain point um, where uh, nuclear I mean, that's what uh, are weapons, for, aren't they? I mean, there there was devolved down to the field command, the colonels in Pakistan and India had tactical authority to authorize nuclear strikes against each other. Colonels. Oh boy! Okay, and the same thing happened in the Cuban Missile Crisis. A sh- a... Oh, you know, with the three guys in the submarine, right? The one yeah. Said no. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, guy said no. We've been close to brink a lot worse, quite frankly. I don't think it'll it, ever. I don't we, think it'll happen. We need to. We need to have like a sit down. And the story that breaks my heart every single time I hear about it is Gorbachev and Reagan in Iceland and Gorbachev's calling Reagan to come back and say, come on, we can we can do this. We can get rid of all nukes. What they were actually going to do is bring it down to 200, which is just a deter- 200 each. Yeah. And that's just a deterrent. OK, like, you know, we we could destroy all of your military forces as they come across, but we wouldn't destroy all life on Earth. If you know, because we have 20,000 right now, and then um, he said no to that deal because he thought the Star Wars weapons worked. The Star Wars weapons don't fucking work, we don't have the lasers, we could set off bombs in space that try to blow up other bombs. So, this bullshit. I'm gonna get a little nerdy real quick. So, there is a very, very good video game that I used to play back in the day called World in Conflict. And what World in Conflict deals with is basically there's like economic issues. Basically, Russia winds up invading Europe at first. And there's this whole thing about that over there. And what they also try to do is they sneak a bunch of troops in cargo ships through the port of Seattle and they invade Seattle. And they use that as a basis for invading the rest of the United States. It's a real-time strategy game. And basically what you do is you basically play a commander who commands troops and you deal with all this shit. So there's this mission in the game where the Russians are convinced that Star Wars is a real thing, and somewhere in, like, Idaho, I think, there is actually a control center for, or what was supposed to be known at the time, as the control center for Star Wars. Basically, like, the equivalent of NORAD, but dealing with that. And in the game, the Russians think it's a real thing. So they direct their invasion force towards this, and the United States realizes what they're doing, and realizes, oh shit, even though this shit doesn't work, the Russians think it does, and if the Russians discover it doesn't work, they're going to nuke us immediately. So there's this whole couple of missions in the game that deal with having to defend this stupid little town that has absolutely no real strategic value whatsoever, and what the United States winds up doing is they nuke the town as a demonstration to the Russians to show that if they continue to push towards this command center they are going to continue using nuclear weapons. I thought I, I just thought that was interesting. Just throwing that out there. The, kind of morbid here's me, the deal. If, if we arm the Ukrainians to the point that they can mitigate a... Um, mi- like, they would uh, mitigate the Russian missiles. Like, you know, you're talking about the Iron Dome thing yeah. that would block the missiles. If the Russians feel like they can't use retaliatory or... Ret- retaliation um strike against a u.s first strike 
all cards are off the table. That is yeah. what the Russians are saying when they say about this NATO thing. And they have given verbal warnings about this like four different times. Like you, if you give these missile batteries that can shoot our nukes out of the sky, like right now, Russia has only mobilized two out of 70 military districts into this war. Okay. They're, they are fighting this very passively. This is like a vacation where they're rotating soldiers in. Like, it's not what they say. Uh, they will go ham if we start giving these Patriot missile batteries to them and shit like that. And, but we're completely happy to fucking fight to the last Ukrainian and sell them billions of dollars of weapons through Lockheed and Raytheon and General See, Dynamics. And okay, that, that makes a lot of sense why very early in the conflict, wasn't there a demonstration where Russia used like a volley or like one, like a couple of hypersonic missiles or something like that to show yeah, that just, like they had the ability. The conventional payload. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Missile, but, yeah. I remember uh, that, and, and I was like, okay, so it's like a show of force, but it's like, oh, okay, so if we're supplying Ukraine with Iron Dome technology, this is the Russian way of saying, you know, if you go that far, we'll just we'll just go too fast. Like, we'll just sonic that we, shit we out. Have, they have the hypersonic missile capability that defeats any system that we have. Um, and it well, was I mean, George they Bush. They have, like, a handful of them, right? Because it'd become expensive, and their budget's shit out of whack. They... they... You know, who knows how many they've actually built, right? Mm -hmm. uh, well, they they but... showed off one. They probably have at least, like, a handful, I'd imagine. But I, they got to be expensive, and their budget's a whack-ass shit. I, I would say uh, it, it's surprising, once you get an economy of scale, that they've been upgrading their weapons to that capability in rapid order. Yeah, they've been upgrading, but they've they always been trying to front, like, oh, we got these new optics, these new gear for our soldiers, and then, like, you see... Oh, they've never from... cared about the individual soldier. No, the no, Russian no, no, military, and, like, military is artillery. Out is, eh. The the Russian military is artillery and and their missile battery and okay? tanks and tanks. Yeah, um, the the individual soldier, their body armor doesn't even work and shit like yeah. that. That's, well, no, that's, that's that was the one thing. They usually, were individual soldiers are body armor for the tank. Usually. Well, yeah. Well, the whole thing was after the Georgian conflict, they're like, okay, we need to get more armor and better shit. And they're supposed to have, like be releasing pretty much a, a, a few years back, like actual like like a new like system, like newer AKs, new optics. So new the one armor. thing they also came out with was the, like the new. The Ratnik, there's like the AK-12, there's also the Armada, which is supposed to be their new main battle tank, which yeah. literally when everything, when that came out, everybody was like, wow, talk about fucking missile bait. It has like the highest profile of every, like any yeah. main battle tank currently being serviced by any country. And it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, they are, um, I, I all of those programs, and I, to be honest, uh, a lot of the U.S. weapons programs, in the same respect, uh, they they spend a lot of money, and it goes to defense contractors, and it really improves the morale of the soldier when they see the oh look at this body armor demonstration and look at this shit, look at this new weapon and stuff like that, and you feel good about your gear going in, and it has almost no effect on your survival rate because it's all about artillery preparation for the stuff that you're going into uh -huh. and the reason u.s soldiers survive their firefights is because they can immediately call in um airstrikes air yeah they can call an airstrike they got they with got precision munitions armor that that's where the money work. is 
Mm-hmm. They got an optic on the gun where they can actually see the guy at 700 meters instead of uh, the asshole with the AK and iron sights just has to like squint and get. Do like, you know what the the bottle. actual casualty ratios when they find sold when they find dead enemies on the battlefield? Oh, are it's they slow. shot? It's like no, like it's all artillery. They're not shot. Pre- they're they're blown up with missiles. Well, no, yeah, since Nobody World War gets One, shot in war anymore. Since I'm about to say, like since World War One, most casualties have been from artillery or other explosives. It's not been direct gunfire. Yeah, but in the end of the day, what wins a war is physical men on the ground. See, I, 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 you guys are probably right, but like growing up, growing up. Working in the fucking gun store I worked at here in Utah, I met a lot of veterans, and specifically one of my very close friends now is a former Army veteran, and he, like, so he was a machine gunner in the Army, and, like, he did, like, if you talk about this, he'll be like, yeah, for the most part, we used that, but he, he was a 240 gunner, and he was in, I want to say Afghanistan and Iraq, and, like, if there was anybody statistically who broke the rule about most people in war nowadays get bombed or blown up with missiles. It was him. Like he has like a double digit body count. There, there's certain, um, like the oh, corn no, I can believe that for, that for a machine gun operator. Yeah. Right. I'm, well, I'm just I mean, saying like the other uh, 10 guys in the squad are there to like deny their, the movement of yeah. the enemy, uh, by pinning them down with suppressive fire until mm-hmm. precision munitions can just blow them up. Pretty much. That's yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the the reality of it is is just like oh shit, I lost my track shit. Like no, most of the time, like you're firing at guys seven hundred meters, you can't hit them nine out of ten times. So then you call in the airstrike. <laughs> that's that's usually what happens. And then there's there's exceptions where it's like Fallujah or Korngal Valley or certain regions where Oh, if you're you, doing you, urban fighting and you're not yeah. committed to and you're committed to not blowing up the entire city. Your yep. body armor and optics matter a lot. Yeah. And your training. Um, yeah. It's, it's, which is, I, I think, which I think is, the issue is, or is, is what kind of conflict are you talking about? Yeah. Where in general, yeah, no, in, in the end of the day, like your artillery and like your air support is like end all be all of a conflict outside of the fact you need to have troops physically to hold the ground of something you want to own. But the reality is you can't have one without the other. And then the artillery is obviously going to get more kills because. You know, if you you know throw a bomb that's basically can blow up a house, and then every neighbor around it is getting hit with shrapnel, they're gonna probably get some more confirmed kills. Well, though confirmed kills like not a, a mostly not real thing. All right, gentlemen. Like, no, no, like no infantry gets confirmed kills. So we it's are we have de- 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 denigrated this episode into us drunkenly talking about firearms and military tactics from the comfort of our computer chairs. It's mm-hmm. time to end this podcast. It's been lovely, I- but. I was discharged. I'll say it. Okay. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good, man. But like, (laughs) Max, did you want to say something? Oh, no. There's there's somebody talking about uh, galactic discharge uh, or galactic current sheet reaching the sun and trigger a Nova event. That'd be sick. Um, I don't know what that is. Was this was this actually cause some sun flares? Let the whole electric current go down. Some electric universe stuff? If someone starts talking about dark matter, I'm blasting. Possibly. I actually think I have the electric... I did buy the Electric Universe textbook. I should I should reference that. Oh, it's textbook. a textbook. I thought it's I thought not a textbook. crazy shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Um, But, okay. Yeah, you look at the stars sometimes, you know. Good I thing know, space is NASA propaganda. Space is NASA propaganda, that's right. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on this extended episode of The Altar. Um, I don't really remember how much we actually talked about the main topics, but I believe doesn't we did matter. talk about them. It doesn't matter. Doesn't we didn't address them. Before. Nothing matters. Nothing we matters. We addressed them. Grimace has None a fat matters. fucking pussy. Oh, matters. my God. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode mm-hmm. of The Altar. Have a lovely night. Woo. All right, boys. That was like an hour. And that was almost. That was almost like 